Good morning, Springfield. It's Nick Reed in the Morning Show. I'm James Clary, filling in for my pal Nick Reed. You can find me at Clarification right here on the station, 104.1 FM and on KSGF.com. Our show is broadcast weekly at 8 a.m. Saturday, and it can be found. All the back episodes are there as podcasts as well. So the last hour here with on the Nick Reed Show, I'm going to call it Potpourri because we're just we're going to cover many topics, and we're going to take your phone calls if you feel like calling in. Uh, call us at 417-447-5743. You can also text us at that same number. Four four seven five seven four three. We're also on Facebook Live. Some of the the items that have really jumped. Obviously, the big items in the news are the Biden classified documents. Such a major deal. I always wonder what was behind the Biden classified documents. Why was this released? We know now. That a very, and you're not hearing this in the news, that a very senior White House counsel, her name escapes me at the moment. I think it's Dana. I think it's Newell, but it's not Newell. It's something like that. I'll look it up. I've got it. But she left the Biden White House in July. And she is the one that found the papers at the University of Pennsylvania. Now, isn't that interesting? Why would a White House counsel, and by the way, White House counsel, if you're a lawyer, the most coveted job in the world is to be White House counsel. I mean, it it is particularly among the elite in the establishment. I mean, it's an extremely coveted job. So she leaves that job. She's the one that just, she's rummaging through papers at the University of Pennsylvania. She wasn't even hired there. This is the the idea that his lawyers just happened to find these documents. It's ridiculous. It's a lie. It's a fabrication. So you have to ask yourself, so what's really going on? And I don't pretend to know, but there are several possibilities. One is this. We know from all reports, it looked like Donald Trump was about to be indicted for the raid at Mar-a-Lago and the the so-called classified documents they found at Mar-a-Lago. He was about to be indicted. So one theory is that there are white hats, good guys, within the administration and the bureaucracy. And there are. We know that. And that they tipped somebody off to the existence of these classified documents in Biden residences and libraries. They tipped them off. And now that Biden, along with Trump, has been has been accused of, and we know he's holding classified documents, there's no way they're going to indict Trump. It was a way to get Trump out of the indictment. And I think, you know, that argument holds some water. Do I know if that's exactly what happened? No, absolutely I don't. There's all kinds of different theories as to why 
this thing came about. But that's the question you need to be asking. It's like, oh, instead of, man, they need to prosecute Biden. First of all, the classification process is utter nonsense. They classify the most mundane things. Transparency in government is incredibly important, and we just don't have it right now. You know, they just recently said that uh, they're not going to declassify the JFK stuff. We got a phone call we'll get to in just a minute after we check the local news. And the first alert forecast sponsored by St. Clair of the Ozarks. Today, mostly cloudy and windy with a high of 41. Tonight, mostly clear with a low around 27. Windchill values as low as 20. On Friday, sunny with a high of 46. Saturday, partly sunny with a high of 46. And Sunday, mostly cloudy with a high of 41. Currently in Springfield, it is cloudy and 34. Thank you, Sarah. We got a couple minutes left for the break. Let's go to Marshall on line one. How are you, Marshall? Good to hear from you. How you doing, Marshall? Oh, good morning, Mr. Clary. Hey, uh, uh, you were talking earlier about finance and uh, the house being able to control the person and whatnot, and, and that's important. And I really hope uh, that they just won't throw the dog a bone. I hope that they'll make the dog sit, roll over, play dead, whatever they need that dog to do. Yeah, right. <laughs> because, exactly. Because because uh, we've gotten nothing out of these people except craziness. Um, they've created laws in the past that just don't make any sense to me, like uh, hate crime law. Right. It doesn't matter who hates who. If a law is broken, that law is broken, and yeah. that person is an American. So these Americans, no matter their color, creed whatsoever. Murder's murder, right? It doesn't matter exactly. what color you are if you're killed. Yeah, yeah I know. And when I it agree. comes to government spending, most every civilian can tell you how stupid their spending is, how ignorant it is. I'm a truck driver, so I see the ignorance every day. They've got these J intersections that run up 13 and up 65. I've seen so many close calls with uh, citizens trying to get from one lane to another. They don't know how to use those intersections. Mm. Plus, the intersections are just dangerous in the first place. I believe I've seen a fatality before, but I don't want to talk about it because it's too right. disgusting to think about. But, you know, who's the engineer came up with that stupid idea? You know, they, they just don't spend the money in a logical normal, common-sense kind of way. No. All the federal programs and all the federal offices we got, like the FDA, you know, they were put in place to make sure that people don't get contaminated by bad food, for instance. Well, what do they do? The employees that they hire are from those very factories that were producing the, producing the horrible foods that were causing people to die. And so yeah. now they've got their uh, insider operation inside the FDA. That's not just the FDA, it's the NC. Yeah, the uh, regulatory the captures everywhere. Hey, Marshall, we're on a hard break. I'm really sorry. I appreciate your phone call and your spot on. As usual, be safe on the road, my friend. We'll be right back. Good morning, Springfield. I'm James Clary filling in for my buddy Nick Reed on the Nick Reed in the Morning Show on 104.1 KSGF, the number one talk radio in southwest Missouri and the surrounding area. Oh, we had a great phone call from Marshall talking about uh, how wasteful government is. Everybody knows that. The The deal is, are we going to change anything? You know, I'm not even going to give him benefit of the doubt. We'll just wait. 
and see what happens. You know, probably one of the biggest news stories of the last three weeks that really has gone under the radar other than one report on Tucker and one comment by Robert Kennedy was the fact that it's now beyond any doubt that the Central Intelligence Agency, the CIA, was involved in the murder of John F. Kennedy. Now, that statement is stunning. Robert Kennedy's quote is, The CIA's murder of my uncle was a coup d'etat from which democracy has never recovered. And I'm not going to get into all the history, but what happened was it's been 75 years since the assassination of Kennedy. And every year, all of the documents were set to be declassified years ago, and they all were, except for a handful of documents. Under Trump's watch, Trump had the opportunity to finally release the last trove of documents. And I was like, well, of course, Trump's going to do it. Guess what? He didn't do it. It was one of the biggest failures of Donald Trump's presidency. It really, really chaps my rear. He should have done it. And you know who talked him out of it? Mike Pompeo. His head of the CIA. You know why? Because we now know, according to Tucker Carlson, who has plenty of inside contacts. His contact told him that the document, the only documents remaining show that Lee Harvey Oswald was a CIA asset, which those of us who have studied this, like myself, and read the books have known this forever. The idea that he was a communist Soviet guy is ludicrous. We all know that. We know the Mexico City connections. We know how he got paid. We know his connections with the anti-Castro movement. And yes, by the way, Ted Cruz's father was in Miami and part of that movement, which is totally tied to the JFK assassination. So anyway, according to Tucker's source, Oswald was on the payroll of the Central Intelligence Agency. Which means he wasn't a lone gunman. Which means that our own government assassinated a sitting president. And why is that not the biggest news of the day? Well, you know why. Because they still control the media. Operation Mockingbird, which came out in the church committee hearings, which there's a new church committee coming soon, I hope. Operation Mockingbird proved that the intelligence agencies of the United States had infiltrated media. It's disgusting and frightening, and it should frighten you too. I'm James Clary, sitting in for Nick Reed. We'll be back in just a moment. Hey, everybody. It's the Nick Reed in the Morning Show. I'm James Clary, filling in for my buddy Nick. Hope he's getting a little rest. We're thinking about you, Nick. He'll be back next week. You can hear me this Saturday on Clarification, 8 a.m., which is on every week. And you can find my past shows, the whole archive at ksgf.com. Moving on, did you see see that Greta Thunberg 
was arrested. I can't believe it. She was doing a protest uh, in Germany and Greta Thunberg was arrested. There's only one problem with it. A video came out that showed her and the cops laughing. The whole thing was staged. Surprise, surprise. I, I mean, to me, it's beyond sublime. It's beyond ridiculous how much of the media is faked now. Um, You really can't trust anything, and particularly with current technology, you can't trust anything that the news says or that they do. And that's, that's all networks. You have to do your own research. You have to dig deep. There are, and I've talked about them before, there are some what I would call honest journalists out there. You know, one of the podcasts I like to listen to is Megan Kelly, and I believe she's honest. I think she actually believes what she's saying, but she's also, in my humble opinion, ill-informed. Either that or she's a troll of some sort. I mean, she, she, with a wave of her hand, dismisses the idea that there was any significant fraud in the 2020 election. To me, that's infuriating. But yeah, Greta Thunberg, totally staged. I mean, there's a video that shows all the camera guys set up. Oh, move over here a little bit. We need to get the lighting a little better. She's joking, and the cops have their arms around her. They're smiling, posing for pictures. Then the video that was released, Greta Thunberg arrest. I mean, it's laughable. Do you remember in the Virginia governor's race when they had those guys wearing khaki pants? Who were they? The Freedom I can't remember what they named themselves. Oh, Patriot Front. And they were, you know, they were white supremacists. Of course, one of the guys was black. But they were marching in support of Glenn Youngkin. And it turned out it was the anti-Trump movement that had actually funded this thing. And I want to spend what time we have left, at least a good portion of it, talking about January 6th. And what are called deep fakes, agent provocateurs. There's a lot of uh, talk about disinformation. Well, our government, our government are the main purveyors of disinformation. They've perfected it. And the the intelligence agencies particularly specialize in disinformation. You know the term agent provocateur? Have you heard that term? It's somebody that's sent into a situation to provoke provocateur. To provoke. So now we know because of testimony that has just happened... We'll get into very specifics, but some testimony in a recent trial of a January 6th defendant that the crowd was loaded with agent provocateurs. These were people that were sent in there to provoke. 
And it's maddening. These people have been sitting in jail for two years. And now we're finding out that this whole thing was staged by our government? Really? I mean, this should, people, literally, people should be up in arms about this. It's insane. We will be right back. I'm James Clary, filling in for Nick Reed. Springfield's Talk 1041, your first alert forecast sponsored by Navant. Employee benefits that work today. It's going to be mostly cloudy skies and very windy with a high of 41. Tonight, mostly clear with a low around 27. On Friday, sunny with a high of 46. On Saturday, partly sunny with a high of 46. And on Sunday, mostly cloudy with a high of 41. Currently in Springfield, it is cloudy and 33. And real quick, I would like to tell you about my friends over at the Pyramid Roofing Company. Now, I know it doesn't feel like it, but believe it or not, but spring is actually right around the corner, which is, you know, of course, the time that people start to venture outside of their home again and start making calls for repairs that need to be done outside of the home. And one of those calls that people typically make is for your roof. You know, we've had a lot of rain. We've had snow. Of course, today it's very windy. Maybe you've noticed some issues arising with your roof. Maybe you've noticed some shingles that have made their way uh, off of your roof and into your front yard. Or maybe you've noticed some yellowing spots, maybe some leaking. Well, right now, is the perfect time to give my friends over at the Pyramid Roofing Company a call. They can come out, give you a free estimate, get on your roof, and see exactly what is going on. They're not going to try to upsell you. They're going to be upfront and honest and let you know exactly what is going on. Maybe you don't need a whole new roof. Maybe you need just a roof repair. Either way, the Pyramid Roofing Company, they can help you out and get your roof in tip-top shape once again. Now, you can find all of the contact information for the Pyramid Roofing Company at ksgf.com under the Sarah's Endorsement. Tab. Now back to you, James. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you. And thank you, you for filling in. Absolutely. You know, I love it. So the last time I was talking about agent provocateurs, let's get specific. January 6th, we've been told by the media that January 6th was an insurrection fueled by Donald Trump's hateful rhetoric. Now that the Republicans have taken the House. Have you noticed that things, that the winds of change are afoot? Because the January 6th committee that allowed no real Republicans on the committee released very selectively edited videotape and hid thousands of pages of testimony. One of, we talked earlier about the debt ceiling, but one of the negotiations that the Patriot 20, led by Matt Gates and Boebert, made to get McCarthy speaker is that the January 6th, 14,000 hours of security surveillance tape would be released. So what are we going to see? Well, because of trials, even, It has been incredibly difficult, even for defendants, people that were charged with these stupid crimes, mainly trespassing or interfering with an official government body in the January 6th riot. Let's just call it a riot. These people, it's been incredibly difficult for them to get their hands on videotape. Well, a recent 
In a recent trial, uh, one of the defendants, I think his name is Barnett, in a recent trial, they had two hours, uh, excuse me, about one and a half hours of videotape of the uh, January 6th riot. And it showed that the story painted by the January 6th committee Not only is it inaccurate, it's completely misleading. And the government's own witnesses have confirmed this under oath. They confirmed that agent provocateurs, remember these are people sent into a crowd to provoke the crowd, that they were heavily involved in instigating the events of January 6th. So Captain Carnesia Mendoza, who was a tactical commander for the U.S. Capitol Police, testified in the Barnett trial how a group of agitators destroyed security barriers and lured people to the Capitol. So the defense asked this guy, isn't it true that you, the Capitol Police, had a large quantity of people walking down two streets that dead-ended at the Capitol? Yes, would it now the defense counsel would it be fair to say that at least some of those leading that crowd contained agent provocateurs? Is that fair? It's fair. Dangerous people? Yes. Violent people? Yes. Highly trained violent people? Highly trained violent people who work and coordinate together? Mendoza. Yes. This is mind-blowing. A captain in the Capitol Police has admitted that there were highly trained, organized, violent people working for the government, not Trump supporters, who led the protesters to the Capitol. If you know anything about this event at all, And I was at the uh, mega rally in October preceding this one. So I kind of know what it's like. A lot of the streets in D.C. are closed off at these events. Now, on January 6th specifically, they closed all the streets that would allow you to leave this flow of people that led to the Capitol. All the streets that led from the area where Trump was speaking. I think he was speaking near the Washington Monument, which is this massive uh, field, grassy area in front of it, but it led to the Capitol. The streets were set up in such a way. Now, this remember, this requires foresight and intention. They were set up in such a way as to funnel people to the Capitol. Now, here's what we're finding out. These people were led, according to wit- government's witness testimony, they were led by agent provocateurs. They were led by federal I'm going to call them federal agents. They may have been citizens recruited by the feds like Ray Epps. We don't know, but it doesn't matter. They were led by these agent provocateurs to the Capitol. Then what happened when they reached the Capitol? There wasn't a violent rush. There was a couple people who have been identified, including Ray Epps, as as federal agents that urged the crowd to break the barriers. But you know what happened that was even worse? The crowd was peaceful, chanting USA and stuff like that. The Capitol Police began throwing flash bang grenades and 
peppering the crowd with tear gas. This was a peaceful crowd doing nothing but exercising their First Amendment rights. The Capitol Police instituted a violent attack upon them. Then you know what happened? Other members of the Capitol Police waved people. You notice those videos of them waving this way. What they're doing is telling people where to go to get out of danger because they were getting pepper sprayed. Well, guess where they're waving them to? To the Capitol. This is such an outrageous. It was so pre-planned. Everything you've seen on the news, including the network Brett Bear sits on, it was all a load of hooey. This was completely pre-planned by the Democrats, the FBI, other intelligence forces, the Capitol Police, and and uh, Nancy Pelosi. It was completely planned. We didn't even talk about the pipe bomber. We'll get into that and a whole lot more when we come right back. Hey, everybody. I love that old-time rock and roll. I'm James Clary sitting in for Nick Reed. You could tell the previous section in. Yeah, I was getting a little worked up. You know why? Because January 6th, the way it's been painted in the media is a complete farce. First of all, Sarah and I were just talking off air. We watched it live. And Sarah was just commenting to me that she muted the television and just watched it. And it was a completely different picture than the audio that NBC and the other broadcast, even Fox News, you know. So, yeah, they were painted, oh, this is just terrible. And if you watch the videos, people are calmly walking through the Capitol. The vast majority of people that have been arrested, charged, and, and even the vast majority that were there that day did nothing violent. The vast, vast majority. And some... Many that did nothing violent ended up being hurt or killed. Everybody's heard about Ashley Babbitt. Everybody saw how she was gunned down in cold blood. But do you know who Roseanne Boyland is? Look, this is coming out, guys. All of it's coming out. And the Democrats and the Republicans, and there are many, remember, there's many Republicans People here in Missouri, the Roy Blunt, oh, the attack on the Capitol was the worst thing to ever happen. It's a bunch of hooey. Here's an interview with a, a witness, Philip Anderson, a black guy, a patriot, was knocked unconscious, unconscious by the Capitol Police. He was next to another person. Have you heard the name Roseanne Boyland? Roseanne Boyland died. Because she had received so much pepper spray and she was beaten, beaten to death by the Capitol Police. And there is some thought, I want to be fair about this. She was also, there was a stampede. I talked about it in the last segment. Peaceful protesters were shot at with pepper gas and flashbangs by the Capitol Police in a very designed manner to make people move towards the Capitol. If they were trying to protect the Capitol, they would be shooting at the protesters to get them away. It was the opposite. It was completely pre-planned. 
Why? Let me rephrase that. I was going to ask a rhetorical question. I'm not, I hate rhetorical questions. The the members of the Capitol Police need to be deposed. Now, I read from you some of the witness testimony from Defendant Barnett, who is one of the political prisoners. And, and these people are political prisoners. There are gulags in America. There's a, uh, I want to get this guy on my show. I will get him on. His name is Jake Long. He's been in jail for two years. And he's done two documentaries from the D.C. jail. One of them is called Freedom Isn't Free, The First Battle of the Second American Revolution. I'm going to get this guy on clarification. But my point is, everything's coming out. The 14,000 hours of videotape. They tried, the National Archives, the Democrats sent this video with instructions to seal it and not allow anyone to see it. If what they're telling us is true, why wouldn't you want all the videotape out? Because like everything else, they paint a narrative. I mean, we're getting so used to this now. People don't really believe anything. It's like the Greta Thunberg arrest I was just talking about. I mean, nobody believed that. And then, of course, the video comes out. Yeah, it was fake. I watched the Capitol riot unfold myself. I'm like, oh, this is kind of cool. I remember thinking this is really cool. You know, the the uh, American people are are marching on the Capitol. That's great. I didn't, when I was watching it, I didn't see any violence. I did see... Uh, Buffalo hat man go into Pelosi's office. Uh, Jake Lang, the gentleman I mentioned that's made documentaries, was actually the guy who put his feet up on Nancy Pelosi's desk. Oh, my gosh. The horror. The horror. You remember the, the Congress is the people's house. The founders set up the House of Representatives. Representatives. These are the people that are supposed to represent us. And they're charging people with trespass. How can you trespass in your own house? I mean, it's ludicrous. Look, the national security state has to be destroyed. The administrative state needs to be disbanded brick by brick. Now, I mentioned in an earlier segment that there's another church committee. If you don't know what the church committee is, go look it up. But Frank Church, a senator, this was a Senate committee in the 70s. And it this committee was mainly supported by the likes of the New York Times and everybody on the left because it was an investigation into the intelligence services, which were seen at the time as right-wing and being a threat to the aims of the political left. And at the time, it was. Because the intelligence services at that time were focused primarily on the threat of communism and the Soviet Union. You know, the Soviet Union, Reagan hadn't been elected. The Soviet Union hadn't fallen, so... 
we got one more segment when we come back. If you want to get a quick phone call, 447-5743. I'm James Clary. We'll be right back. Morning, Springfield. It's Nick Reed in the Morning Show. I am James Clary, wrapping up for my buddy Nick Reed, who's taking a well-deserved day off. Um, you know, we've just got a few minutes left, and I've been raving about the excesses of government. We talked about the debt. We talked about this radical trans ideology in the first hour. In this last hour, I've been talking primarily about Intel Service January 6th, how it was a total PSYOP run by agent provocateurs that Congress needs to use its funding power to defund the F- They're never going to defund the FBI, but they can certainly use it as a stick and a carrot and say, look, till you guys clean up your act. So Jim Jordan is heading up a new committee that's supposed to be like the church committee that I mentioned in the previous hour. So let's hope he gets something done. But what can you do? Call your congressman, 202-225-3121. That's the actual number that you can call and ask for Eric Burleson, somebody who's on the inside told me this, and it's incredibly important. Congress people and senators pay much more attention to the phone calls that they get than, say, a Facebook post or a tweet. They don't pay any attention to that. If you actually call, they pick up. I called the other day. I called Eric's office, and Eric's a friend of mine, and I have the highest amount of respect for him. But he was on the McCarthy side, and I disagreed with that, and I called, and I let his office know. And they appreciated hearing from me. I'm a constituent. They want to hear from you. Sarah, will you make a note, put that in the... Show notes. So the number again, 202-225-3121. We will put that in the show notes. It's the number for the U.S. Congress. You call and you get a switchboard and it asks you what congressman's office do you want to talk to? And honestly, you can call anyone. You can call AOC. And they answer. They have staff that answered. It wasn't a recorded message. One of Eric's staffers actually picked up when I called, which I thought was very cool. We have to put this is look, you know what the they they being the cabal, the establishment, the elite, whatever you want to call it, the world Klaus Schwab, the world economic. They want you to give up. That's what they want more than anything. They want you to throw in the towel. And believe me, if you've ever felt like that, I'm so there with you. You know, this last election, what happened to Carrie Lake in Arizona? was such an obvious fraud. What happened to Trump in 2020? To me, and I've done the research, was such an obvious fraud. Joe Biden is an illegitimate president. And elections have consequences. And fraudulent elections have catastrophic consequences. And that's what you're seeing right now. You're watching what's happening in Arizona. So, I mean, I was ready to throw in the towel. I mean, it's like, okay, the last thing we had, right, was our vote. Well, now they control that. What are we going to do? Guys, 
don't give up. You can change. Dan Schultz in the Precinct Strategy Project has done unbelievable work. Look that up. Precinct Strategy Project. You say, what are you doing, James? Well, I'm actually considering running for central committee in the local GOP. Now, there's a lot to go into there, but I've been in contact with uh, several people about it. You have to run for the office. You have to be elected. It's not an appointment. But the local people, most people are like, what's central committee? Central committees are the local chapters of a national political party. And let me tell you, they have the juice. Some of you have seen that the Republican National Committee is electing a new chairperson. Each state has three representatives that get to vote on that. They're called the 168 because besides the the 150 from the states, Puerto Rico and some of the territories get votes as well. So don't give up. Call your congressman. We can change the election system. We can do it. But you can't throw in the towel. Get involved in your local politics. You know, somebody said all politics is local. And it's so true. I mean, if you think about it, yet yeah, we're we're suffering from the effects of inflation right now, and that is partly and and majorly to blame because of out of control spending and Joe Biden's policies. But in general terms, when somebody's elected president, I mean, does it really affect your life that much? I mean, you would think when Donald Trump was elected, the way the the way the news ran it. You'd think it was the most important thing in the world. It isn't. It's been a pleasure talking to you, as always. Make sure and check out my show, Clarification. It's on this Saturday at 8 a.m. 104.1. We'll see you then.